Welcome back to Whipbusters. We have a full cast today, unlike last week. Um, I'm Brian. Steven's here. Yo. Tyler's here. Tyler's back, hey. I should say. Hey, old. And Colby for the second time. What's up, Colb? What's up, dude? Oh, you sound horrible. Yeah, you sound really far away. <laughs> getting close to that dude, he's getting comfortable. Like, it's second time. He's just leaning back. He's like, yeah, I'm part of the cast. How's it going, though? Okay, <laughs> there you go. All righty. So today's going to be a very special after-school episode. Uh, this is going to be um, called like the first iteration of the list. It's hopefully it will be an ongoing thing we do. Um, but let's break it down what we did first. So we did something that took a lot of time <laughs> to do, but was actually very, very insightful, I think, in terms of our gaming history. So what we did, and when I say we, I mean me and Steven and Colby. Tyler was unable to do this because of uh, some computer issues. Is that right? Yep. Uh, and also, <laughs> I don't want to know anything about myself. I'd rather stuff it all down. Hey, that's... Totally so what we basically did is we went to um to wikipedia and we went through literally every single console um that we either owned or had experience with and we went through the entire list of games released in the u.s for that console uh this is literally thousands of games <laughs> so it took uh several hours to do um and basically we would just uh, make a note if if, if the title resonated with us at all so this the idea was to go through our entire backlog uh of what we've played in our lives and kind of see the sort of gamer we were um and kind of really get a get a grip for how many how many games did we just genuinely really really like basically um and for me it ended up being over 400 games which i thought would be nowhere near that number um steven how much was it for you total uh i am scrolling down give me a second (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a lot. Yeah, um, uh, I got a three hundred nine on there, and that's just games that I thought were enjoyable for a good amount of the game. Yeah, I had a similar number. I had four twenty three total, and I'm not done because I didn't technically didn't. I never did arcade um, because most of the arcade games I would have put on there um, were ported later, and I just kind of counted them as that. Okay, uh, but be but also um, I'd also list a game twice if I played it on multiple systems and like had a different experience with it. So there are some re- repetitive stuff, and by no means are we going to go through that list. That's not what this podcast is about. We're just going to talk about um, kind of what the process was like and how what we kind of learned about ourselves, uh, ourselves and each other, which is kind of cool. Uh, Call me. What was your total number? Do you remember? Um, it was. Oh, I stopped Roughly. at like 150 or so. Good night. Yeah, that's a lot too. And he's young. <laughs> Unlike me. <laughs> um. So uh, let's just kind of start by going kind of system by system to talk about maybe some stuff that stood out. Um, I had a total of 12 NES games for the regular uh, Nintendo. What about you, Steven? Uh, see, okay, so I can't um, organize it by NES. I did uh, okay. label them and everything. Okay, but, gotcha. Uh, you know what? Give me a second. Go to the next person, and I'll, I'll give you like uh, from the, my draft list or whatever it was. Gotcha. Colby, did you um, number them, or did you see how many you had roughly from regular Nintendo, or did you have any from regular Nintendo? I only had two from the regular, the regular Nintendo. And and you only had two. Uh, what were they? Out of curiosity. Uh, Zelda 1 and 2. Zelda 1 and 2. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I'm not going to go through my list because it takes forever, but I will say the one surprising one I had, I had two that were surprising on regular Nintendo. Um, I forgot how much I loved RC Pro-Am. Oh, yes. That game's awesome. It's I, on my I list. just forgot. Um, <coughs> and Spy Hunter was super Excuse fun. As a, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Spy Hunter was super cool as a kid. Did y'all play Spy Hunter on regular Nintendo? I have no. played it. Yeah. Uh, that, game's, that game's awesome. Never did. Probably, but I have played it. Did they make a movie with a rock? Or was that just rumored? That was uh, rumored, but he, uh, it never got off the ground. And so okay. he just uh, started in a couple Fast and the Furious. Because that could have been the same thing. That could have totally been one of those like 
Shazam things or whatever it is that people think that what's his name was in? Yeah. Or Kazam, what was it? Uh, it, it, well, Kazam was it's Sinbad. 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 <laughs> okay, yeah. It's the dumbest thing in the world. It is. Um, were you able to organize your list from totals or not? Yeah. Um, looking at just my like my pre-list list, uh, it looks about around 16. Okay. So, so yeah. like 16 Similar plus. Um, um, I would yeah. have thought for me and you that 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 the number for NES would have been higher. Like I, cause later I've got like on, on later systems, I, I have a whole lot and I just remember the NES so fondly, but I was very, very young. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, I feel like it has a higher place in my mind due to like nostalgia, I guess. Mm-hmm. than it actually does when I put all these games against each other. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, definitely. Because like all the games that are on the NES list are games that I put a lot of time into. Uh, my most surprising one that uh, was in at least, a, well, number six on my NES list was uh, Tiny Toon Adventures because I enjoyed the I heck out of it. I remember the Tiny Toon game from the Genesis being really good. I played the I'm one not, for Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's the one I, like I remember, but I don't remember the regular Nintendo one, which is weird. I, I want to say, and I could be completely wrong, but I want to say it's the same one, just different characters. What is the worst game on your NES list? Uh, Zelda 2. Oh, oh, oh. That's, statement. Well, here's the Call thing. Here, retort. What, what? Okay, you retort, uh, and I'm, I'll give my reasoning. I, I'm not going to try to defend Zelda 2. It's not the greatest <laughs> game, but I enjoy it for what it is. I like how it's different. I enjoy I like it. How it's totally, it reminds me of uh, Simon's Quest, how different it was from the first one. They tried something new, yeah. and it didn't yeah. work. Well, <laughs> but at, at the time, weird. Zelda didn't have a formula, so it was just like it was just going off what it thought it could do. I like the idea of back then them not knowing what a sequel should be. It's like we mm-hmm. made Zelda. It was cool. What do we do now? Like nowadays, obviously you just take that and you kind of expand it. But back then it was like, well, we've already done that. So let's try to do something different. And I don't know, just mm-hmm. that early game design, trying to figure out how this whole format worked is really interesting to me. Honestly, that would have uh, fit better if uh, Mario brothers, like two in America was the same in Japan. Like that would have been such a, jump and how different it was instead of it being called doki doki that's true like which is uh, very different. like that would have fell in line with like simon's quest uh yep. zelda 2 all that very good point steven uh shoot i just remember liking it a lot and uh it was probably it might have been the first zelda game that i played and so i thought every zelda was like that until i played one and link to the past and i was like oh these are really good that one's um enjoyable Zelda has a great soundtrack. I think it's really, really underrated. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It sounds different the than the other game. ones. The Dungeon thing is so cool, yeah. <laughs> um, the worst game on my Nintendo list is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That game was not a good game, but I loved oh, it as a kid. Oh, man. I put I hated so it many hours into that. The game is not good, and people will say it's good because they're nostalgic for it, but that game is objectively a bad game. <laughs> Design is terrible. Pick your Have turtle you all color. Played that? Oh, wait, they're all the same. No, that one has different colors. Are you sure? Doesn't it? On the box art, it doesn't, but I think in the game yeah. it does. Yeah. I'm not mistaken. It's a bunch um, of Raphael's. And it has um, like the really bad um, underwater levels with electric seaweed. That's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, and then it has the top. Uh, that's the diffusing the bomb thing. That's one of the worst levels in any game. That might um, be. Is, isn't that the reason why underwater levels suck? Is because that one like just made it. Like it's, it's a standard. Started off. Yeah. Started off really bad. Between that and the um, gym. 
moving from NES, um, I don't think anybody except for Steven had anything on the Master System. What did you have on Master System? Uh, There's a lot more that I, I couldn't remember the names of, and I just mm-hmm. didn't go through like the whole list uh, and click them and try to figure it out. But uh, number one, I only had four. Four plus. Okay. Uh, and when my uh, mom bought me the system when I was like two, maybe, it came with uh, Altered Beast and Eternal Champions. Uh, only one of them made my list because I thought Eternal Champions was bad. Altered Beast, I still loved at the time. I don't remember Eternal Champions being on Master System. I thought it was just on Genesis. Yeah, it, that's it, what I had it for with Genesis. It could be, but like under Master System, it shows. I don't remember it being on Master System. That so, feels weird. Yeah, but number one is Wonder Boy 3, Dragon's Trap, and that's still like one of my favorite games. Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy is good. I've played the, like, the remakes of those games. They're really good. I didn't yeah, play them back in the day, though, which is weird. Yeah. No one's going to say anything about Ultra Beasts. Everyone's just going let him, to let him fly with that one. Uh, <laughs> see, that's another one that I got. Ultra Beast will always be a Genesis game to me, not a Master System. Yeah. Game. Like uh, the Genesis, those are the version people talk about, but um, but Ultra Beast is definitely Genesis, just like Eternal Champions. Because Eternal Champions hmm. was also on Sega CD, if I'm not mistaken. There was like a special version of it. Did any of you guys have a Sega CD? Uh, I nah. did, but it worked once, and I played oh, wow. uh, Sewer Shark for about 15 minutes. <laughs> Sewer Shark sucks. It does. I never had one. I got a chance to play one at Buddy's house, but I never actually owned it. I owned the 32X, though, and I loved it, even though it was a garbage system. Um, <laughs> so we'll go to Genesis. Anybody got Genesis games besides me? Yeah, um, of course. I got one. Uh, Battletoads Cross Double Dragon. Oh, my God. That game's so good. That was on Genesis? <laughs> that game is so yeah, it was on Genesis and Super Nintendo. Dude, Oh man, I thought it was only like a Nintendo thing. Nope. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's what I played it on. You put it on what Genesis or, or uh, Nintendo? Uh, n- Nintendo. Regular Nintendo. Uh, it was. It was. <laughs> Castlevania Bloodlines is a game that doesn't get nearly enough hype. That's a, one of the better Castlevania games um, on Genesis. That was definitely one. To me, the two games on my list from Genesis that don't get nearly the hype they deserve is Castlevania Bloodlines and Contra Hardcore. Those two games are both incredible. One of the best Contra games of all time and a very good Castlevania game. Um, got oh, a lot man. more on here I'm not going to talk about. Um, yeah. But I, what I think is interesting for my list specifically is that I never owned a Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do not have a Super Nintendo list on here because oh, I wow. don't connect. Yeah, I don't connect with it really because I didn't have a chance to hardly play anything. And all of my uh, exposure to Super Nintendo outside of being in a friend's house was just uh, ports of games I had on Genesis. So like when I would go to my buddy's house, we would primarily play Mortal Kombat, you know, two and three, um, maybe like NBA jam or something, but never, never like the main games. Cause we didn't play single player games. Uh, the one mm-hmm. exception would be like a Mario Kart. I probably could have put on here, but I've never been a big Mario Kart fan until recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it didn't make, it didn't make, I really didn't have anything with Super Nintendo. Uh, and it also reminds me that uh, the Genesis was not as good <laughs> as Super Nintendo at all. Because yeah. most it, of these games um, are stretches. <laughs> yeah. If, if Before the list, if you would have sat down, sat me down and we would have debated what's better, Genesis or N- Super Nintendo, I'd be like, well, Genesis has got the more quality games overall. There's just a quantity close. of them. Uh, yeah, and I don't agree with that anymore. Two reasons why. One, the list we just made. And two, I went back to the Genesis Mega Drive collection or whatever it was. Sucks. It's terrible. It's um, a bad collection. It's a bad collection of games. Also, yeah. I mean, it's also a bad version of those games because even the ones that are games that were good do not run well. So even something like Streets of Rage 2, which is objectively awesome, um, that game doesn't yeah. run well. Like It flickers and it sounds weird. It's just, uh, I don't know, it was, a bad, it was a bad collection of games. Oh, yeah. The Genesis controller was like funky too like half the buttons didn't work most of the time it was a weird uh the three button layout was weird i, I actually really liked the six button controller it was really good for fighting games that's what i, I used. was a big fan of it 
Um, the turbo controller where you okay. like you turn the knobs up and uh, you can just like go crazy with combos. Not gonna go too crazy with um, going into specifics because Genesis had 13 games overall. 32x. I'm sure I'm the only person with a list here, um, and the only ones that really mattered were Doom and Virtua Fighter. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you which one, uh, which you first played Doom on. Um, the first, I mean, I played it the shareware version on the PC, um, mm-hmm. and that made my PC list. The shareware version of Doom, I didn't have the full version. I just had the the first. Um, I am right there with you on that. That's all I played for probably like the and whole was, whole summer. And I played it over and over and over again. What's really so funny good, is dude. I played Doom at a really really young age, but it wasn't Doom. It was Doom sixty four. <laughs> different game. Totally yeah, different game. Totally yeah, different. And then uh, I played like you know just normal bare bones doom when i was like 11 on on computer <laughs> that's awesome you're playing a game called this is i don't want to get too off track but a game that's called fine. heretic oh dude heretic was I so fun and hex and both of those were doom clones but they were like scary and they had no it was awesome yeah i think i think it was heretic that i played more so which one had the crossbow that you get like it's like the third weapon i think it was heretic okay heretic okay there was also like a uh, yeah I don't want to get too off topic but there was a serial like a serial game based around some kind of popular serial that oh, was just a Doom clone. That was uh, the checks the checks was it checks? Yeah, it was the checks may have been. What was called? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, a spoon as an, as as the melee attack and you just stab with it. <laughs> so for Super Nintendo, um, yep. Colby, I would imagine you had several. Is that right? Um, for the Super Nintendo, uh, no, I only had two because I didn't own one myself. I, I okay. went to my grandma's house and played it. So what did you have? Obviously, Link to the Past. <laughs> yeah, Link to the Past and uh, Donkey Kong Country. Oh, that's a good, yeah, those are those two really good games. What, what about Mega Man X? Did you just not play much on that specific system? I didn't get into Mega Man X until I was probably, I think when it came out on like the PlayStation 2, I think. Okay, so it was just a later, it was later, later for you. Mm. Um, Steven, did you have anything notable on Super Nintendo? Uh, Chrono Trigger. That was uh, yeah. my main one. Uh, surprisingly, Donkey Kong Country was uh, my second one because I remember just like really, really liking the game back in the day, it's and like I awesome. went, yeah, I went back with some uh, YouTube videos and just watched a couple yeah. levels, just like you know, skimming through. I'm like, okay, I really enjoy this game. This bringing back a lot of memories. So, well, I love to think about yeah. from that time period is which games that like visually were like, man, this is a big step up. And Donkey Kong Country was the first game. I remember thinking like, man, that looks like a whole different ball game from regular Nintendo. Uh, Genesis looks like a better version of regular Nintendo. Yeah. But like Donkey Kong Country and Killer Instinct, those look like, those look like something else entirely. Mm-hmm. And it's also a great game. It's amazing. <laughs> the biggest, so anything so far on the list, we're going, we're basically through the 16 bit era now. Anything stand out from you about, that you might have thought differently after doing the list than you did before? Uh, the maturity level, I would say, from the games itself. When I say maturity, like, uh, are they meant for kids, teenagers, adults, whatever? Of course, there's a lot more kid games on there, but uh, there wasn't as many sports games as I thought there would be. And that's what's funny, because that's the exact reverse for me. Um, mm-hmm. All my list, I had Frank Thomas Bigfoot Baseball, I had Evander Holyfield's Real Deal Boxing, I had NBA action on the Saturn. Um, I had NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Like I forgot how much I used to super be into um, into sports games, and I'm just not anymore. Like um, mm-hmm. it's so weird. World Series Baseball on the Sega Saturn, which we hadn't got to yet. But this, uh, that was I remember playing that for seasons upon seasons. Like I loved that game, um, and that was another game that was one of those visual, like pretty significant jump when it came out. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, anything notable from, let's see, before, we'll, I want to burn through the rest of the Sega systems real quick so That's we can fine. get to the ones that matter. Uh, Sega Saturn, did you have anything that stood out? Uh, never played Saturn, so nope. Gotcha. I had Power Slave. That was a first-person shooter set in, uh, set in Egypt that I liked a lot that I think what well, didn't get nearly enough hype. Uh, Virtual Cop was a game that was like a Tom Crisis type game, like a light gun game that was really fun. Oh, man. Uh, and then, like I said, World Series Baseball was good. What about Dreamcast? So Dreamcast, is a, to me, was a big shock. I, I remember like loving that system. Mm-hmm. Like, and then when I, when I went through in the actual games, it turns out like that's accurate. Like That system was way a way bigger deal to me than I guess I would have given it credit for. It had more entrance than Genesis or uh, regular Nintendo. And when I think about like my gaming history, I, I wouldn't have necessarily thought that, but there's a lot of really good games on Dreamcast. The amount of hours I put on a Dreamcast were probably more so than all the other systems previously almost combined. I would say they're close, um, but not quite like over the hours of all of them combined, obviously. But... Um, Gosh, Dreamcast has some like really, really top tier caliber games, if you know what I'm saying. It really, oh, it did. That's certainly on my list for sure. Um, Colby, I'm assuming you don't, you didn't have any Dreamcast. No, the only Sega system I had was the uh, Genesis. Okay, Tyler, did you have any uh, exposure? I, I played Friends, and that's probably what got me in the fighting games because MVC two. Uh, yes. Let's see, uh, Street Fighter uh, uh, three. Mm-hmm. Uh, third, third strike still my favorite uh, to this day. And then and I like, think that's uh, one of the that's a big takeaway from the Dreamcast, man. There's a lot of good fighting games. Like and, and uh, Guilty Gear. This is the first one time I played Guilty Gear. Oh, I forgot. It sure was on there. Street Fighter Alpha Three was on Dreamcast, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Capcom vs SNK was on Dreamcast, which is fantastic. Yeah, SNK as well. Yeah. I already mentioned Soul Calibur, which was the first. That was the first time I can remember because it used to be if you grew up in the arcade era, <laughs> which sucks. <laughs> with an era, that's how old we are. Yep. Um, it was always like which version of the home console is going to be the best one because none of them are going to get close to the arcade. So arcade yeah. was awesome. Then they poured them down to, you know, to the NES or Genesis and Super Nintendo. And Super Nintendo's usually looked a little bit better, but nothing was comparable. Soul Calibur is the first time I remember where a game that came out of the home system both looked better and played better than the arcade version. Yeah, I remember that did. being a huge deal. Uh, I've never <laughs> never played the home version. I've only played the arcade version in the bowling alley. Are you serious? That's yeah. Awesome. Wow. That's, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm crazy kickball with a lot of my games. And Soul Calibur was also the first game, um, not the first game, but one of the first games I remember from the arcade, especially for a fighting game, that did like a something pretty significant with single-player stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just a port of the arcade like tower or whatever, if it was Mortal Kombat or like just you know going through. It actually had a specific single-player, multi-hour adventure-type mode. Um, and honestly, the one that was in that in that game was better than a lot of the what fighting games do, even to this day, which is crazy. Yeah, I'm just uh, hoping for that challenge tower to be brought back. <laughs> yeah, God, me too. Any uh, games that uh, you were surprised on Dreamcast, Stephen? Uh, my, whew, not really. The only one I can think of that might have been like the biggest surprise would be Typing of the Dead. Because it was fun. It was so good. <laughs> that's, um, that's, I, sometimes I feel like... Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, everything else was just like uh, Phantasy Star Online, Phantasy Star Online <laughs> version 2, uh, Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, Power Stone, Power Stone 2, Marvel's Capcom 2, you know, a lot of twos in there. But Typing of the Dead is like one of the few, like, just by itself games that I have on there. It was a weird game. It was an awesome game. I had a House of the Dead 2. House of the Dead 2 on mine. It was good. It was one of my mm-hmm. favorite uh, light gun shooters. 
for sure. Um, I had a game called Spawn in the Demon's Hand that sucked. That game was terrible, but I remember loving it. it had multiplayer. It was so much fun. Was that the, the uh, was, was that the fighting game one? It wasn't a fighting game. It was like an arena shooter type feeling thing. Yeah. It was that, weird. It was four player. I played that one. Yeah. It was really cool. All right. So now let's get into the more um, traditionally popular um, systems. We're going to mm-hmm. start with the Nintendo 64. Uh, I'm going to go first because I have the least interesting list. Because <laughs> um, I did not own this. And I spent all my time at a friend's house playing this. Um, I'd imagine that colby will have the best on this one so i have only six games from n64 which i know is travesty and it's none of the ones you want there to be <laughs> nobody's gonna like this list uh mortal kombat gold was the first one that game was not good but i liked it star wars episode one racer i really liked um <laughs> that game is not considered a great game i don't think but i liked it a lot and then i had um wcw versus nwo world tour and wcw nwo revenge and wwf wrestlemania 2000 and wwf no mercy and those four games i probably put a thousand hours into because they're some of my favorite games of all time real time revenge i would probably put my top 10 it's so good i'm a 64 boy so like i i I totally get it it holds up so well too so i was playing no mercy the other day on an emulator on my computer and that game holds up so well dude it's better than any like God, it's so good. That game is so good. Okay, so that's it for the dumb part of the list. Um, yeah. Steven and Steven, what do you have from sixty-four? Uh, I'm gonna go from like the from the bottom to the top because like okay. my list is kind of like all over the place, but still, just I, I don't like it because <laughs> only like only like one game and well, I, I said only two games in my personal opinion are like really good, and then the rest of them are just either average or oh god, why is it on there? So from the bottom is South Park. Because of one level, it, it was the gravity level where we get to throw dodgeballs and stuff. And I remember just like staying up at like one o'clock in the morning at my cousin's house and just laughing our butts off at it. And it was just stupid. Um, and then cruising USA, Mario Kart sixty four, oh, Poke- yep, Pokemon Stadium, so good. Smash Brothers, uh, Star Fox sixty four, and then of course uh, Ocarina of Time as number one. So like not like a huge list because that's pretty much, pretty much the only games I really played on the sixty four. Like ever. It's a pretty decent list, except for South Park was not a good game. It was actually, that, is, that is your Mortal Kombat gold. Oh, yeah. I'll actually add to this one. I'll let Colby go first, though. Um, let's see, yeah. Ocarina of Time was the best game on the 64. Get a little closer to your mic. Uh, okay, my, uh, there you go. Ocarina of Time was the best game on the 64. Uh, fight me. <laughs> I think it's, it'd be hard for us to argue that. I mean, I think that's probably true. My Majora's Mask was great. Um, Let's see, we got Star Fox. So let's stop there for a second. So there are some people out there that would say that Majora's Mask is, if you took away the hype and the, like the blowing, you know, blowing your mind being in 3D for the first time, that Majora's Mask might actually be better than Ocarina. How do you feel about that? Go ahead, Tyler. Uh, I would say they're probably right. Because like, even though I like Ocarina more, like part of me, like the, like the deepest recesses of my soul kind of know that, you know, Majora's Mask is better, but I never talk about it. I don't give that any light. I just, yeah, once again, just, just stuff, stuff that down. down. <laughs> yeah. Colby, how about you? Uh, I, I, I like Ocarina Time better. Um, I can see why people would like Majora's Mask more because um, it's got like more side content. But gotcha. as, like a, as like a whole game, Ocarina Time, just, it, it's a bigger game. It has more... It has more areas to go through. It has more dungeons. Um, it's got like eight more dungeons than Majora's Mask, and that's, oh, that's wow, the main no. thing I, I like gotcha. about Zelda games is how many dungeons and how dungeons. hard they are. <laughs> it's, a, it's also a little weird. For, you know, you guys know me pretty well by now. Uh, knowing the type of person I am, you, you know, Majora's like theme and everything and overall like setting, you're like, hey, 
Tyler would probably be into some edgy crap like that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Colby? Um, we got Donkey Kong uh, 64. Donkey Kong 64, I don't remember that at all. Sounds ridiculous. That's a 3D game, right? Yep. Yes. Like a Mario 64 type game? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it considered to be pretty good? Yeah, it's not bad. I, I, I don't think it's great, but like a lot of I think do. it's I think it's pretty uh, agreed upon that like everybody looks who's played it looks back on it fondly, but mm-hmm. kind of all agree that it didn't age well. Yeah, it does not hold up today. The controls are garbage. <laughs> what else you got? Um, we got Mega Man Legends, one of the, one of my favorite Mega Man games. Oh, what a boy! Um, proud of you. I don't have mine separated by list. Oh, uh, Goldeneye. Oh, good one. Yeah. I didn't play that one in uh, the regular Smash Bros. I forgot about Smash Bros. I probably could have put that on there, even though I wasn't crazy about it. You know what I didn't put on there that I just typed in there a minute ago was Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. I forgot about that game, and I loved it. Never got to play it, man. The game, not only is it funny, but we primarily played the multiplayer part, and there's a a multiplayer part in that game that was one of my favorite multiplayer experiences, and it's like you play as, um, like you're, it's almost like a, (laughs) you're coming (laughs) off the beach. Of Normandy type Normandy, thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember. Yeah. And it's so like bad, but it's it's basically there's a sniper trying to snipe off these people trying to make it to this like compound. And we used to play that like hours on end. It was very fun, man. Yeah. That's definitely gonna be added to my list. And uh Steven, anything else? Steven said Pokemon yeah. Stadium, but he forgot Pokemon Snap. Snizzab, oh. I forgot about that too. I actually yeah. played that a little bit, believe it or not. Dude, I beat that game so hard. <laughs> it had it had an age requirement of like four and under, and I was like 103 by that time. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why would I play it? So the rest of the uh, consoles were now going to be more into what I would consider not the modern era, but like the the modern like mainstream. I'm gonna, I'm gonna era. throw in my uh, 64 ones. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, my bad. Uh, yeah. I p- pulled open my dresser because I wanted to see like which <laughs> one <laughs> I could like make a quick list. His I'll list is his top. dresser. Yep, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a top five first uh some honorable mentions uh mario party 2 pokemon snap and rampage world tour i don't know if any of you guys <laughs> oh that, that game's awesome dude i love that game um Good and call. then starting from uh five banjo kazooie uh, i'm gonna trigger colby with this one number four ocarina of time <laughs> uh, above that paper mario uh, oh. Mar- mario 64 and number one uh star fox 64 Okay. That is my favorite uh, 64 game. It's the only good Star Fox game. I thought Super Mario World, or sorry, sorry, Super uh, Mario 64. Gosh, I'm getting all Mario's mixed up. I thought that would be number one for you. It was for a really long time and grew up (laughs) and then realized I was like, (laughs) man, like. The controls of that game were bad too. Yeah, like, uh, and the thing is, Star Fox still holds up. It's still the best one, in my opinion. Good. Oh, yeah. I like that. I agree. So good. Are so good. I'm so I'm so of all different the, and like, I'm so, so far, far above it. <laughs> that's the most interesting diversity of opinion, I think. Yeah. That's interesting for sixty four. Okay. Also, um, I'm very surprised that no one said Goldeneye, but I'm also not surprised because we're all like Colby said, smart. Colby said it. Oh you said it. Oh I didn't hear you. You need to get closer to Mike, yeah. man. Yeah, Colby told hey, me. I said Goldeneye. Oh, oh there it is. Both better and sexier, so keep doing it. Um, <laughs> the so let's let's jump to PlayStation. So this is where we're going to stop talking about specifics because these lists are yeah. way too long. Uh, we're just going to talk about like what we kind of learned from our specific list. Um, I'll go first Absolutely. on this one. So I was already a hardcore gamer 
I mean, I've been a hardcore gamer my whole life. We kind of all have been. But the first, the PlayStation 1 was the era where I was going to continue to be. You know, it sounds weird, but like I was already a gamer, but PlayStation 1 is the, is the console that solidified that I was not going to grow out of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like games started to take on something a little bit more important to me than just something to do while I was bored. Um, and that's primarily for three reasons. Um, the first one and the most important reason um, is Metal Gear Solid. Oh, ho, ho. because I didn't know games could do that. I know, like, I was not somebody who really had ever played an RPG prior to that. Mm-hmm. And it's not an RPG. I'm not saying it's an RPG, but I'm saying in terms of like just getting story content from a game. Yeah, I really didn't play games for that. And so the, the reason I say that is to say that I realized that there were already games with stories like Chrono Trigger and you know Final Fantasy VI and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I just didn't have any exposure to them. Metal Gear Solid was the first game. It was like everything you love about movies. And I'm a huge like film buff kind of guy. Um, everything you like about movies is possible in gaming and it's possible in a different and more engaging way. Um, and I just totally fell in love with that game. I beat it multiple times. Uh, I used to go, I used to literally just spend hours watching the, watching the cutscenes from it. Cause once you beat it, you could watch the A or B roll. If you remember that. Is that the um, one where you can put snake in a tux? Yes, you can change. Yeah, yeah you can do all that. And I, I just really, really like that game. Um, the other two reasons why PlayStation kind of kept me as the first system. Castlevania, as we all know, is my favorite franchise of all time. Um, but and it's, I've always been a fan of horror type stuff. But mm-hmm. no Castlevania game is a horror game. It's just horror themed. But the PlayStation is what brought on the Resident Evils and the Silent Hills. Uh, mm-hmm. Games that really connect in, in a genuinely horrifying way and these experiences are better and more intense than horror movies um resident evil, resident evil is not as scary but silent hill um was <laughs> silent hill is very scary mm-hmm. um and then of course the last one i'll mention about the playstation is uh castlevania symphony of the night um it's the first time i remember a franchise for me so obviously mario 64 was a big jump in terms of what Mario was. Mario was this established thing. People loved it. And it was reinvented as something else on, on uh, Mario's on the 64 symphony of the night. is like a different version of that, where we took a franchise that was a linear, a stage based action platformer. And we molded that with what Metroid had accomplished um, and made something new, which is the Metroidvania franchise, not franchise uh, genre. And it's still going on today. Probably the most indie friendly thing that's out there um Mm -hmm. easily one of the best games of all time for me um so yeah playstation was my point in history where i went from being somebody who plays games to i'm a gamer Mm -hmm. makes sense makes perfect sense 100 percent. what do you say about playstation tyler uh what do i say about playstation like uh like you want me to just like rattle off a few of my favorite games or yeah what, what what did it mean to you (laughs) <laughs> uh mortal kombat 3 <laughs> oh so good um like that like that and um i got a lot of like memories of uh tomb raider and there's there's another one i'm trying to think of it was a beat-em-up it was, i think it was fighting force it was on 64 force, but, it was. but, but playstation awesome. 1 was better i think that was kind of around the time where before halo 2 that's what really opened my eyes on like what like how insane games could be like if you open them up to that point, um, a lot of like you know Metal Gear and stuff like that really opened up at the time. Like, kind of like you like that like how much more it could be at that point. Oh yeah, big difference. Um, there's I know there's something else that I'm I'm blanking on on PlayStation One. I'm while I'm thinking of that, I'll pass it on to Steven. Oh man, 
So, uh, you'd think that I'd be, I would have played like a crap ton of PS1 games. Completely incorrect. Uh, (laughs) I only had about around six of them on there. Oh, wow. Which is insane, because I thought I would have at least like maybe ten, but the more and more I think about it, I was like, I didn't really play that much. So, uh, what I learned about myself is that, uh, I really like Final Fantasy. <laughs> didn't, really, didn't really learn about it, but, uh, just reinforced it. Which games are on your list from Final Fantasy? Uh, I got Tactics 8 and 7. Nine was regular PlayStation? Or Did not play. Nine didn't play Nine. It was regular PlayStation. Right. It was it not really good? Yes. Uh, nine, yeah, Nine is good. I didn't play I enough of it to, like, really, uh, make a difference in my list whatsoever, so, um... I will say though that I really need another Parasite Eve. Bad. <laughs> a remaster something. Um speaking of things that um need remasters, a Tenchi was also a PlayStation One and that game was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you guys remember the game Loaded? No. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite games in that period. I won't get into it because it's <laughs> yeah, I think it was pretty uh Colby, how about you for PlayStation One? Um, I, I, the only thing I really remember from the regular PlayStation was playing the demo of The Legend of the Dragoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best PlayStation list I've ever heard in my life. I was, I was a Nintendo kid for like 25 years. And I was a Sega kid, and you were right, and I was wrong. So good job. Yeah, I remember um, one of my games now. It probably would have been on my top five had I made a list. Uh, Spider-Man. That's the, on my list. <laughs> the original Spider-Man. Love yeah. it. Like, dude. like I, I would play it now if I could. Oh it's, god, that's uh, so fun. At the end, what? You find uh, Doc Ock and Carnage mixed together. Okay. Oh, if I'm not mistaken, isn't that the end of that one? Monster Rock. Yep. Monster Rock. Yeah, yeah I love that. You game. To run away from him. That was the first. Like it was like a shared universe game. Mm-hmm. Johnny Storm was in it and stuff. And like, man, I, I think games have a lot of good memories of that. I also played it on Dreamcast, and the biggest difference was that the Dreamcast version had the webs on a suit because they could do it graphically. Yeah, sixty four. Uh, <laughs> sixty four had a version too. At the uh, it had the same cutscenes. They were just like comic panels. It there wasn't like an actual cutscene. No, that's right. That's because they yeah. didn't have the, the space for it. Yeah, couldn't couldn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't a CD. And the only other thing I'll mention really quick is that um, Suikoden I had on here, the first one, um, which I know is weird to say because Suikoden two is the one everybody loves. Um, but I only played that recently, so I kind of retroactively put it on PlayStation 1. Um, I played it actually on PS3 as a PSN game, but that was a um, probably my favorite traditional JRPG that I've played. Colby, oh, yes. on your Final Fantasies, I know you got them on there. Which ones did you list? Um, for the PlayStation? Or? PlayStation 1, yeah. Oh, for the PlayStation 1, I, I played all three um, that were on there, uh, like the main number series, a 7, 8, 9. Okay. Um, I never finished eight, and I did. I didn't finish nine. Um, eight just wasn't my wasn't my game. I didn't like the magic system in the game. I didn't really like the characters. Uh, nine was it was it was okay. It wasn't it wasn't bad. I just never finished it. And then what I about seven? Seven. Yeah, I beat seven just to like say I beat it. <laughs> just see what all the hype was about. <laughs> it's not bad. Oh, oh. Steven, how about you with Final Fantasy Seven? Does that mean something more to you? I mean. Seven is. I was forced to play seven by one of my friends. I would say forced. Like, I was spending at his house and he was like making out with his girlfriend. We're like 15 or something like that. He's like, here, play this. And so I started playing seven. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, and so I borrowed it. was doing that in the same room? Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't remember because I was so in tune with the game. You were having so, more fun than he was for sure. Oh, absolutely was. 
and I somehow barred out. I don't think it was from him, but it's from somebody else. And then I got grounded, so I couldn't talk to that friend for like a whole <laughs> summer. And I beat it thirteen times because I wasn't grounded from video games. I was grounded from sports and seeing my friends. <laughs> so I played like that Pokemon uh, when I was grounded. And I played on the computer. I mean, it was like it's just like the wrong kind of grounding, which is kind of funny to me. But um, no, seven means a lot to me because uh, I played it recently, about two, three years ago again, and I still felt the same about it. Yeah, I love those kind of games so much. Yeah. Well, I didn't learn anything about you from a gaming standpoint, but I learned uh, <laughs> the, the whole backwards grounding sort of thing. Like for me, it'd been like, Tyler, go to hell outside. You're grounded. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> go look at a tree. I hate it. Go, get um, a, go get a switch from the tree and go get the smallest oh, one. <laughs> you get, you get to pick game. the one. You have a PlayStation game besides Final yes. Fantasy. What do you have? Yes. It's Yu Gi Oh! The Forbidden Memories. Oh my god, such a good answer, dude. <laughs> so good. I love that game. Is that the only other one you have besides Final Fantasy? The only one I can think of, yeah. <laughs> That's an awesome list. All right, what's All right, next? So, um, we're going to move to PlayStation 2 now. So now we're going to spend even less time because there's so many games from here on out for every system. Yes. Because um, this now we're in what I would consider to be the modern era. Because um, you, and honestly, primarily because of, of like Grand Theft Auto doing the whole open world thing. That opened up a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Um, and then you had, you started to get really, truly cinematic games. So you had cinematic games on the PlayStation 1 with Metal Gear Solid. Maybe it's your Final Fantasies, but... PlayStation 2 was when it like kicked up the presentation level considerably. And now you have, you just have incredibly like games with real like lasting and staying power in terms of the presentation. So not going to get into specifics. PlayStation 2, I had 36 games total. It's the most of any of my list so far. Um, anything y'all want to say specific about PlayStation 2? I've just got one game. Oh my God. What was it? <laughs> Final Fantasy 12. <laughs> <laughs> that is the one um what the, the is that the all girl one no that's 10 two. No, yeah, that's 10 10-2. which one's 12 <laughs> titus is 10 yes, yes. Which, that's what's a bad 12 game. which one's 12 uh 12 is the one where they've got all the judges um, um who's, the, as, who's the protagonist uh the the main one that you play as is vaughn i don't know this game he's a little like blonde-headed guy and <laughs> wow which one is that one um hold on hold on and there and one of your party members is a bunny looking person her uh, name's fran get, get get it right steven it's a viera a viera <laughs> rabbit Uncle that's a okay i'm looking at pictures of my phone now yeah i remember this one which one is he he's the blonde kid <laughs> that's probably well, the one that's the most um like the proportions are realistic on the people i know Tim was as well, but this seems even more so. Yeah. It, it was at the very end of the PlayStation 2 era. It was almost a PlayStation 3 game, if I'm not mistaken. That that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I love that game. Nothing I want to call out too much from 2, because a lot of this is obvious. I will say that you're starting to get some of my more favorite games of all time on here. Silent Hill 2 pops up. That's going to be talked about later, I'm sure. Yep. Um, you got Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, which are both phenomenal. Um, yeah, so that's great. Great system. Anything you want to call out on PlayStation 2? Uh, by my best game on the list is the last one I played, and that was uh pretty recently was uh, Snake Eater, and it's yeah. uh, it easily more, more made so than like, God of War. Uh, I, it was a debate, man, but I had to okay. had to do it. Okay, fair enough. Because God of War Two was, I mean, it was so good and had such like replay value, 
Snake Eater, in my opinion, the replay value, there isn't because the experience is so good the first time, I don't want to play it again. Does that make sense? Like, I want to I keep totally that experience. I totally agree. I love when games do that. Um, I've always had a problem with Snake Eater. I'm not the only person that does. I'm the only, like, diehard traditional Metal Gear Solid fan that has a problem with Snake Eater. I love it. I think the storyline's phenomenal. I think the ending's phenomenal. I think the camouflage system and the way you have to go in and out of uh, menus so often really breaks up the pace of that game like too much mm-hmm. and that's, um, that's, as somebody who loves that game and i think the bad guys are not very interesting well you, oh, you don't you're not feeling vulgar my dude Vulgan, Vulgan oh, just, man just doesn't compare to what you had in morning two nobody compares to one like yeah. that the shadow uh, what are they called uh, uh foxhound foxhound yeah Nobody compares to that group. I was the iconic. Uh, part two's group had a lot of character too, because that's when Revolver kind of came into his own. Mm-hmm. Three man, like the boss fights are phenomenal. Probably the, the best boss fights in the trilogy, like... but the characters aren't as interesting. So like the end and the fear, those are awesome. <laughs> oh, someone's and breaking up. The pain. The pain. Yeah. <laughs> Just the sorrow. And I feel like people remember, and they, it's a game, so you should. Um, they yeah. remember the encounters as being epic and awesome, and they totally are, and I can get that. But the characters do not compare to one or two. It's and beast, actually, dude. that series never hits it again. <laughs> yeah, BC. <laughs> I do like the part when revolvers killing the bees by twirling their, the things. That <laughs> so cool, it's incredible. Um, let's keep going to yeah. burn through some stuff. Um, no Ratchet six. Clanks on any of those? I didn't have it on my list, believe it or not. No what? Uh, I do have it on my Ratchet no. Clank. No Ratchet, no Sly Cooper. Hmm. Didn't play them. Let's Weird. go quick. The, X, the first Xbox. Um, I had 21 of those. The only one I would call out as being like significant besides your Halos is, of course, um, your, this is where Bioware became a thing <laughs> that was yeah. very popular. They already were on PC, but in terms of the console, like Not Still Republic is, uh, and Jade Empire are both all-time games. Oh, gosh. Agreed. I got a... Uh, I know Tyler's going to hate me on this one, man. Like... I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you hard, real quick. You ready for it? Oh. Ooh. So, um, Jet Empire is. I, I had about 20 Xbox games. Jet Empire is third from the bottom. Oh, that's silly. I know, oh, and I hate it. myself. I hate Fix myself. It. I can't because I got Knights of the Republic above that. I've also got Halo. Got Silent Hill Two, which is where I played Xbox or uh, oh, Silent Hill Two is on Xbox. Way to play Silent Hill Two. That's yeah. Odd. yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I played it on PS2. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. And um, I put like right above Jade Empire is uh, Capcom vs SNK2 because that's a I had good game. And that's crazy because like I wouldn't think I liked it that much, but the more I thought about it, like I was, oh, I was debating a long time, man. But it just edged out uh, Jade Empire, and it was right below Blood Rain. And Blood Rain Chaos Theory <laughs> was really good too. Splinter Cell Chaos Theory is very good. Yeah, it's another Xbox yeah. game that's worth calling out. Um, Colby, do you have any Xbox original games? Uh, just just Halo One and Two. That's so good. Oh, and, I back uh, it. Cabela's Most Dangerous Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Oh god, I'm so mad on somebody's list. Cabela's Most Dangerous Hunt. Sounds like a villain fantasy. I got that game from the movie gallery. It was so good. From the movie gallery. <laughs> god, I miss those days. It's getting better. Keep keep talking. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, do you have anything you want to do from Xbox original? I mean, you guys just pretty much set them all, like Kotar, Jade Empire, Ninja Halo Gaiden. 1 and 2. Ninja Gaiden, yeah. That's my number one, like, so, yeah. All right, uh, Xbox 360. I had 90 games. <laughs> this was by far the system that had the most games for me. I had four. Um, 
for 360, <laughs> that's right, your PS3 gamer. Yep. Uh, I was primarily an Xbox gamer. Um, I'm not going to get into them, obviously. Um, a couple of major standouts. Uh, Gears of War was the first time a game looked just uh, breathtaking to me. I'll mm-hmm. never forget the first time putting that on because um, I had my first HDTV was 720p, but my first HDTV and just being floored by how good that game looked. And Fight Night Round 3, both those games oh, looked gosh. like I couldn't believe how good they looked. Couldn't believe it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Mortal Kombat reboot was on 360. Um, yes, it was. It was incredible. Lords of Shadow was on 360, which was phenomenal. Um, Deus Ex Human Revolution was on 360. My first exposure to The Witcher, The Witcher 2 was on 360. Um, so many, so many great games. 360 is probably the best console on here, if I had to be honest with myself. Um what do you guys? What do you guys have to say? Um, uh, thick and through, like 360 was my console. Easily Easy. for me too. Um, th- like uh, all those you said, uh, I'd add Mass Effect. Uh, oh, totally. One through totally. three to those Absolutely. as well. Uh, Bioshock, that too. Like uh, even, oh, like I, I know a lot of people don't mess them too, but but yeah, yeah, like uh, all all three of them I would put on there. Man, like. You guys you, I forget some, some good ones. Dark Souls, uh, that one of them? Well, yeah, we, we had Dark Souls, huh? <laughs> yeah, there you got the f- first two Dark Souls that are on there. Um, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and then, totally. And then the main two, uh, Oblivion and Skyrim. Oh, oh God, yeah. yeah, good call. It's mm-hmm. a big one. I'm not, even a, I'm not even an Elder Scrolls guy, but Skyrim was a game changer for sure. Yeah. Um, and then Halo <laughs> Reach. Uh, Halo, Halo Reach. ODST? Uh, yeah, ODST was on there, too. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, there was only one game that caused me to buy a PS3 eventually because like 360 like just had everything I needed, pretty much. Uh, this was also the the system that first introduced, really, in my opinion, the indie game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Because you had yeah. Limbo, you had Mark of the Ninja, you had um, Castle Crashers. This is when the indie indie game became a, a big deal because of Summer of Arcade. Was it Shadow Complex on that too? Shadow Complex, yep. Yeah, sure was. Three sixties exclusives mostly came from indie games and arcade games. Yeah, like that's where they all came from. So good, Stephen. What did you have from three sixty? I only had four, um, and it wasn't (laughs) many. But you can just guess Gears One and Gears Two. I put X Men Origins Wolverine because that is actually a good game. It's fun. It is. It is. Uh, And Singularity because that's where I played that game, and I thought it was cool. Singularity is cool. Um, Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's move to PS3 because that's your version of the same thing. Oh, um, yeah. Literally everything on my PS3 list is an exclusive. So I bought I bought the Metal Gear Solid 4 bundle, like the yeah. special. I and that's that one. the game I got a PS3 for. <laughs> that's what I think. Me too. I bought the. Uh, it was five, $500 for that because it was the last one that was backwards compatible with two as well. PS2 games. Mm-hmm. I bought mine for Demon Souls, and that game is awful. I've I also I also <laughs> bought Demon Souls like after uh, after I played Dark Souls because I needed more of it, and uh, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's I, the I worst of them. Immediately after that, I was like, I don't want this anymore. This out of my house. I genuinely feel like so my list is is the reason PS4 is doing so good because of the reputation they were able to build on PS3. I have Metal Gear Solid Four, Ratchet and Clank, Future, The Uncharted, Infamous, Heavy Rain, God of War Three, Infamous Two. Um, and Last of Us, so like they they really made a name for themselves in terms. Of we're gonna take the first party game to a whole another, whole another level. Mm-hmm. 
I flip flopped like back and forth starting from PS2 because I was a PS2 boy, 360, and now like even though I play most of my stuff on Xbox, it's like I recognize that the four is way better. Right? Yeah, four. Is <laughs> better destination. Uh, Stephen, anything else big from PS3 that's not okay. exclusive? So I'm not gonna like one. Uh, go ahead. Go first. Yeah. Uh, Dragon's Dogma. Oh yeah. Was both of you. Probably <laughs> the best PlayStation 3 game I had. And of, the, what, of the two games that I had. Oh, it's so good. I had about 60 plus on PS3, and Dragon's Dogma is in that, like, top quarter. Easy. Mm-hmm. But um, what I learned about myself is that emotions really drove a lot of picks for my top games on the PS3. And it wasn't like, you know, best games of all time or, um, you know, the, the ones that, like, sold the most or whatever. It's the ones that, like, made me feel extreme emotions. And for, like, my number one on there is The Walking Dead, season one, the Telltale game. That's a good one. Just yep. because I've never been depressed going to work after playing a game my entire life. That did it. That's why it's number one for me. Arkham City's number two. And also, um, I put Metal Gear Rising Revengeance above Metal Gear Solid 4. Bite me. Come at me. Dude, me and Tyler are friends because of Revengeance, all right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's so funny to me. We were having an edge and I, off. And, and I will fight you for it. <laughs> <laughs> that will happen. No, four's a better 100%. game by a million, like, a million clicks. I almost said, like, you know, I'm the distance. It's, it is, better. yeah, it, it's a much better game, but Revengeance, like, I, it, oh, I felt accomplished when I platinum that game. It felt so good. Hey, I'm not get you hey man, you can play, you can play as Gray Fox in that, so that's all I'm going to, that's Fox. all I'm going to add to it. <laughs> Any, um, Okay, so that's yeah. it for that that thing. Um, let's quickly, very briefly, uh, discuss the handheld system. So we got the, the DS, 3DS, Vita, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I was not never a big handheld gamer. Um, I will say that Vita is where I discovered um, Persona 4, mm-hmm. which will, is an all-timer for me, for sure. Um, really like that game a lot. I uh, got super into Vanillaware games. I'd already played Odin Sphere on PS2, but I got into Muramasa Rebirth and Dragon's Crown on Vita. I like that a lot. Um, 3DS, uh 3DS is probably, honestly, my least favorite system of all the ones that are on here, except yeah. for maybe the 32X. I didn't really have a lot of, of good experiences on 3DS. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my biggest list is the handheld list. <laughs> oh, really? So, <laughs> yeah. on, on which one? DS or what? Uh, DS DS combined with uh, Game Boy Advance. Where does Minish Cap land for you? Minish Cap's really good, man. Uh, <laughs> it didn't make it to the top 25, but I, I do enjoy that game a lot. So give me the highlights of your handheld list. Uh, there's a every, every uh, handheld Zelda is great except for Phantom Hourglass. I don't like it very much. Uh, I've got a bunch of Pokemon. Let's so you see. like Spirit Tracks better than Phantom Hourglass? Absolutely. Okay. Wow. Uh, that's that's one of my, fav- my favorite Zelda games. It made it in the top twenty-five. That's so cool to me. Holy crap, dude! Um, Golden Sun, fantastic. I back that so hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh games. Uh, all the all the five. five uh, let's see. The Advance is where. I got really big into Final Fantasy because I was born at the right time to where all the original games were being remade in order again. Oh, that's awesome. So I, I got to enjoy that's them at cool. like the same age everybody did. Is that how you played four? years before me. Yes. Ah. <laughs> yes, I mean, of culture, I see. <laughs> yeah, I've got one, two, one, two, four, five, and six on the, on the advanced in there. That's Fantastic. Awesome. Six is my third favorite game of all time. Um, let's see. Uh, a lot, all the Mega Man games, the Mega Man Zero games are on there. Yeah, uh, that's a good choice. Good choice. Good uh, list. That's where Fire Emblem started. 
in the uh, in the U.S. was on the advance. That's right. And yeah, you're out, you're a pretty diehard um, fire emblem oh, yeah. guy. One of the oh, yeah, most they're... dedicated ones I know. They're good. I give you top marks on that. Because... Two games I want to add to that uh, from from handheld games. Um, there was a Thor game. I know it sounds ridiculous. On the on the DS, right? On the DS, yeah. That game was excellent. Thor God of Thunder. Yeah. That was a very good I've game. I've heard stories about this. Explain, please. It's it's just a traditional like side scrolling um you know, 16-bit action platformer game like it's just a like kind of classic Super Nintendo style if, if there had been a movie um tie in back then. Mm-hmm. But it was just very 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 fun. Good combat, good bosses. Um and the other game I mentioned that doesn't get nearly enough hype, and that game was awesome, is Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword on the huh. DS. Because that game was a Ninja Gaiden, a full Ninja Gaiden game that you can just a stylus that had incredible combos and incredible feel to it. That game didn't get nearly enough praise. Okay. Anything else? Uh, only one I'm going to add is uh, just Pokemon Gen 1 and Golden Sun. That's why I bagged Golden Sun so hard. Golden Sun's good. Yep. The, the- um... I think the DS Golden Sun was the best Golden Sun. I played Game Boy Advance, so I didn't get to play the uh, DS version. Uh, I only played the GBA version of Golden Sun. Uh, so I'm yeah. gonna burn. I'm gonna burn through some systems. I'll just speak up if you have anything you want to say. Since we're okay. getting kind of long in the tooth, and I still want to go through break, quickly go through the top twenty-five. Um, we I want to skip, <laughs> except uh, I'm sure Mario Galaxy is worth calling out. Smash, Smash Brothers is worth calling out. One the conduit. On the, which one did you have on the on the uh, list? Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn. Radiant Dawn. See, I don't know enough about that one. That, is that 3D or 2D? It's 3D. Okay. I love that game. You know, I, I really should have mentioned the Castlevania games on the handles because they're huge on the DS. Did you yeah. say anything about GameCube or not? Um, <laughs> I did, did not say anything because I don't even think... I didn't, well, I didn't have a GameCube. <laughs> Me either. But I would have I definitely put Eternal... Um, I, I can go through a few of the good ones real quick. What you got? Uh, there's Wind Waker... Uh, yeah. Mario Princess, Soul, uh, Soul Calibur 2, uh, let's see. Melee. Mansion. Yeah, Smash Bros. Melee. Sonic Adventure 2. Um, <laughs> and that looks like it's it. Oh, Sonic Heroes. <laughs> Eternal Darkness, that's what I was thinking about. That's, that game is awesome. Oh, yeah. And then you had Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil 0, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. remake. And remake, yeah. And remake, yeah. That system's better than we give it credit for. Um, keeping on moseying along the PC, we could talk forever for because that's every game ever. Um, yep. I do want to call out uh, the origins of the first person shooter as a big deal because I was hugely into Doom, Heretic, and Hexen. I was uh, Quake 3 Arena, the Quake games I liked a lot. Um, yeah, there's a lot. And then, of course, you have MMO, so all of us have WoW and City of Heroes and type of, of stories to talk about, too. Mm-hmm. Or to oh, yeah. we can that. Um, also, I consider The Witcher 3 a PC game. Because that's where I played it. That's what I listed on. So it's pretty, um, pretty huge. And then Diablo, the Diablos I want to call. Oh, it well, yeah, dude, I'll oh. go with you on two. Diablo two. Yeah, did like Diablo two is probably like, if I'm gonna say like my favorite game that you can only get on PC, that's probably that. Diablo two is good, dude. Yep. Um, only one I'm gonna really call out. Everybody knows World of Warcraft. Uh, it's gonna be at the top of my list. But uh, number two was Doki Doki Literature Club. Oh, attaboy. <laughs> yep. Certainly on mine. That's what I want to talk mine. about. Everything else just doesn't need to be talked about. That made a difference. Yeah. So now we're on the current gen uh, oh, of Switch yeah. and PS4 and Xbox One. Um, I feel like every podcast is about this at some level. Yeah. <laughs> so I really don't want to spend a whole lot of time. Um, I just do want to call out that 
it's been a very good um it's been a very good system cycle cycle yeah. for sure ps4 is an excellent machine uh switch i'm in love with my switch uh, it's such a turnaround from my nintendo system prior uh, never was super into my Wii. Um, every time I get a Nintendo handheld, I end up trading in about a year later. Um, but the Switch, I'm super, super into. Even got some all-timers on here on my top 25 already from the Switch, which is oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I've got two on here. Um, anything else about the Switch before we move on to PS4 and be done with this? Um, Breath of the Wild on the Switch? It's a big one. Yeah. Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey, I would say both. I never played Mario Odyssey. It's so good, dude. Um, Breath of the Wild is on my top 25, so that's the one I was referencing earlier yeah, for yeah. sure. Nice. Um, Steven doesn't have one because he sucks. Nerd. What else? Got? <laughs> He's going to get one this year. Hey, it's going to be body of the year. Yes, you are. That gun. i got to get that smash. Um, PS4, we could talk about it all day. Um, got lots of really good games on the PS4 and Xbox One. Um, they're basically the same console except for exclusives. And I feel yeah. like... The, Microsoft really doesn't have any exclusives that really stand out. I guess you can make a case for Gears Four and Halo Five um, or Six. Sorry, they're, they're both they're both good. Like they're just good. Uh, the uh, I would hold Cuphead over both. Cuphead, yeah, I forgot that's a console, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, anything you want to call out for PS4? Uh, uh, I'm sure you guys do. Uh, I, I got like a really quick gushing one, and then I'm gonna move on. Okay, it. what you got? Okay, so, you know, I've talked about Persona 5 at nauseum at this point. Yeah. Um, so, June of last year, before I played it, if you had told me uh, next year you're going to buy a rhythm game and you're going to play it in shame, <laughs> you're just going to lock your door and draw the curtains and just, like, and play a rhythm game, like, on your own volition, I'd be like, you're high. I'm never, I would, ne- that's not me. I would never do that. I'm going to do that. Persona 5 that's Dancing Online comes awesome. out this year and I'm, I'm buying it. It's mine. <laughs> It's, uh, God, the soundtrack's so good, but yeah, we've gushed about it so much. Um, the only things I'm really going to say about the PS4 is that it's on, on my top, all the games, top of the list, it's very PS4 heavy, and I was trying to figure out if it was because it's recent, it's not, because I debated, and I debated, and nostalgia just didn't hold a candle to the big lot of games that I played just last year. Like, it's ridiculous. And a demo. A demo made my, like, top five PS4 yeah. games, PT. So it made my top 25 of all time. Yeah, same. It's, it's, ridiculous. My, it's number 11 for me. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. I also, thought my, my top 25 I thought would be heavier on PS4, and it's not. I've got, like, four yeah. or five, and that's it. And also, one wow. last thing on the PS4 thing. Um, Undertale is about middle of the road. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> and also, and also, Merry F you, Tyler. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Fair Colby, how about you on PS4? Uh, the only games that I played on PS4 that like really stand out, but I mean they're both on uh, Xbox as well, is Monster Hunter World and Final Fantasy 15. I think both those are very special games. Yeah, and then the other two that are just like PlayStation exclusive are Horizon Zero Dawn and then Final Fantasy 12 the remake. Oh, that's, that's really good. Really good ones, actually. I agree with those. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's the end of the list part, for sure. Um, any kind of thoughts? So I'm going to say thoughts for me is that I think it's very weird. I had I had really underestimated the amount of sports games, even though I didn't talk about them here because nobody cares about them. Um, there's lots of sports games on my list from when I was younger. I forgot how much of a sports phase I kind of went through, specifically with baseball um, when I was younger. Um, and then with the NCAA 
games getting canceled. Um, I, that sort of got me out of sports games. <laughs> Cause that's, <laughs> that's the football franchise I stayed with. Um, yeah. so I was kind of shocked at that. Um, that was probably the biggest thing I learned about myself through the process, I guess, in terms of how much of a sports gamer I used to be and just how much of a gamer I am. Like it's worse than I thought 400 games, um, at probably 50 bucks to 60 bucks a piece is a lot of money over, <laughs> over the course of a lifetime. And that's not even the games I played. It's just the games that I liked a lot. So I can't imagine how much money I spent on this stupid habit. <laughs> what do you guys got? I really want another. I, I really want another fight night. If you're talking I about sports too. games, I want a Def Jam, game. I want a Def Jam wrestling games. What I want? I want a what? What was it? Uh, Def Jam Battle for New York. Yes, I like it. Oh, yeah. Fight for New York game was incredible. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you haven't done this, uh, you should do it. If you're a gamer and you have uh, lots of good, a good idea would be to kind of go back and sort of find out what your roots were and kind of see where you developed as a gamer and see how your uh, interest changed over time. Cause the kind of games that are on my list, I love seeing the kind of games that are on my list from the regular Nintendo versus what they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, the series that have stayed and the ones that haven't, I think it's very interesting. Um, I think it's cool that I've, you know, Castlevania has been here the entire time and it's never going anywhere for me. Um, yeah. But Mario didn't Mario started. I was huge into Mario on, on regular Nintendo and then I just got out of it. Mm-hmm. So you grow out of some franchises and some stay with you. I think it's just really interesting activity to do. If you, yeah. if you have the chance to, I hate, I hated RPGs as a kid. I hated anything that took like direct Turn-based. control. Yeah, like, the same way, dude. like anything that took direct control away from my character. I was uh, I hated it, and um, now like that's a that's a big part of things I play now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like awesome. The majority of games that I play now, that's like almost half my list. It's turn-based. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, I think this would actually be a good breaking point. Instead of going the top 25, because I feel like we probably will have a lot to say about the top 20. Yes, yeah, we do. Agree. Y'all agree with that? Yes. Yeah. So let's do that. Um, let's wrap this one up, and then we'll try to get another one out this week for sure. They actually go into the uh, Did you have a chance to actually make a top 25 list, Tyler? Uh, no. Uh, I like, would go ahead and do that without having to do the whole thing. You probably could yeah. pull together 25 games. Um, I probably won't have to do so many, so much soul searching as you guys did, but like. Nah. Uh, we did. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I'd probably like I'd probably agonize over a few mm-hmm. closing comments. Anything? Um, I went purely based on emotions, how I felt. That's what you have to. And you have yeah, to. you got to do it. There's so many games that are bad on my list. If you if, if I would actually like post my list, maybe I'll do that. Maybe it's something we can post on the Facebook page or something. <laughs> like the actual. You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put like uh, a link to my list on the Webbuster stuff because I'll put it on my f- actual Facebook. I saw it on your yeah, yeah. That's what I first saw your list at. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, this was fun, guys. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Same. It's fun to talk. We will go into the top twenty-five of all time from this list uh, on the next episode. So thank you, guys. Hey, oh, yeah. uh, Tyler, take it away since you're back. <clears throat> oh no, you cut out. I didn't make the sound. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it's the one time somebody cut out during the podcast. <laughs> this, this, uh, <laughs> you keep cutting out. I want you to do this sound. That's so funny. This, this has been what Buster's Thank you. <laughs>